Hey, Dad. 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 Welcome to Dad Men, uh, the podcast for dads, by dads, for, well, for more than just dads. Um, anyways, uh, I am Brendan Collins, and I am joined, as always, by my illustrious dad colleague, Ryan Hartnett. Ryan, Hey, Brendan. I'm doing well. How are you? What's I'm, new this week? I'm good. Uh, well, I mean, this week I'm excited. We have a doozy of an episode uh, because it's about traveling with a baby. Tra- yeah, I know. That's I had a lot right up there with sleep. Traveling with a baby and just yes. carrying a baby around uh, is tough because, and why it's so you know anxiety-inducing and aggravating for parents is not. It's not because you just have one more person in your party anytime you go anywhere. It's because you have to bring so much stuff with you, or else put yourself at risk of uh, a dirty diaper or a hunger meltdown. Or a puke eruption. With no remedy. No. no way to, yeah. No, you could play with fire and kind of roll the dice and maybe yep. leave that burp cloth at home. Maybe leave that extra pair of clothes at home. That 10th oh. burp cloth. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck to you. Uh, anyway, well, so just a quick, though, just to recap, some highs and lows uh, for the week for us, for, for us and, and, and for our kids. So uh, my daughter, as we know, all famously know this podcast features our children. Uh, my daughter, <laughs> what's her name, and Ryan's son, Falcon. So, Ryan, what what are the highs and lows for this week? Falcon had a, had a great week. Uh, you know, he is going through just an explosion of learning new words, uh, trots them out proudly, and a and hundred times a day once he picks up on one. This week's word of the week, orange. The color orange, brought to you by Falcon. And uh, That's a great word. Uh, yeah, say, I know. And a one-year-old, so I totally get it. I know. And, and he, yeah, he, I, I'm surprised that he's able to do it. He's like, orange. Yeah, there's a lot orange. going on with that word. You have to kind a lot of start that. with the orange. Yeah. Orange. That, that and it's Fleet Week here in San Francisco, so we've oh, had nice. uh, a tremendous air show the last two days from the Blue Angels um, steaming overhead over our uh, park and our playground here. The low, uh, the low, I'd say, came Friday evening, uh, a sequence of events that didn't last longer than... I don't know, 15 minutes. It began with uh, uh, th- a throw-up at the end of dinner. Um, you know, sometimes uh, Falcon gets a little bit of a gag reflex. He's coming off a cold, a little mucus in there. Triggered a bit of a throw-up, so there's, you know, dinner on the on the tray table now. That That's upsetting enough, but then as we try to declothe him, he thinks we're getting him ready for bed. Like, that's it, you're puked, you're going to bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's how I, my wife punishes me when I puke, is that she's like, all right, you're done, go to bed. You're dead. Well, you know, you might that might be justified depending on the reasons. But in this case, uh, in this case, uh, we're trying to explain. No, you're not going to bed. You're not going to bed. We're just trying to get these puke covered clothes off you. And then he's, you know, all of a sudden realizes he's not going to bed. He starts cracking up. He's thrilled. Uh, while we're trying to clean up around him, he sticks his hand in the cat's butt and then right, put those fingers right to the mouth, right to the mouth. And it just, you know, we all both, everyone just froze and like watched this playing out. Both of us just a few feet too far away to stop it from happening. And it, babies are gross. They're disgusting. They just, they, they don't care. They just don't hey, care about the gross that, things. That is world. pretty disgusting. Uh, I might be able to one-up you 
uh, with my low. But my oh, high. Sorry. The, the ending, though, oh, Brendan, uh, was that, um, yeah, I know, this is a long sequence, but it's actually only 15 minutes. What a then, roller coaster. Then putting him in the tub, putting we, we put him in the, the, the for his bath and uh, did not notice that he had a poop uh, on there. And so it just kind of grossly billowed out around him. Had to drain the tub, refill. Anyway, that was the end of the sequence. And uh, that that's was, pretty, uh, everything was good from there pretty, on out. Pretty <laughs> I will say, though, the grossness is almost entirely centered on Falcon and not on you two. So my low might, yes. might one-up you. But anyways, my yes, high. That's true. This is kind of a rite of passage from what I've gleaned from other parents is uh, the date when you can get one of those kind of thrown activity mats with a tray that sort of circles the kid and there's a bunch of different stuff and they can turn oh, around sure. in, the, in the thing and bounce up and down. Uh, some of them are like hung, suspended from door jams if you have, you know, uh, like a playroom or a den. Other ones have wheels yep. and if the kid is tall enough and strong enough, they can kind of wheel around. Um, like that uh, BBC uh, North Korea analyst. Precisely. That, that, that rival video of the little baby coming in in the wheels. Uh, yeah. And that's, it was, that was a big day. Uh, the way that What's-Her-Name's face yeah. lit up when we put her in there was just solid gold. However, for as high oh. as that high was, a low <laughs> was, and, you know, I, if you play with fire, you're going to get burned. We were playing the airplane game where I was suspending What's-Her-Name, holding her up above my head, you know, super baby, airplane, oh. whatever you want to call it. Best dad. And she, being the best huge dad. grin on her face, just opens her mouth a little bit and proceeds to projectile vomit directly into my open mouth. Oh, no. As if she was a, a mama bird feeding her chicklets. <laughs> and it was really disgusting. Oh, dear God. I mean, it's a lot of like, oh, babies are gross. But like, this was truly awful. It, it, it tastes like it's human just... bile that is not your own. <laughs> I, I brushed my teeth and I had oh, a bunch of beers to try to get the taste out uh, with middling. How, yeah, but in the moment, like as it happened, what was your reaction? Uh, disgust and immediately followed by triage, like disgust management. So like, how did I, because my mouth was full yeah. of someone else's vomit. And so what do I do with that? <laughs> do you spit it out? So I was like, okay, she was wearing a, a little bib around her neck and so i just pulled her into my face and i spat out <laughs> onto her so that her bib was now covered in her puke which is where it should have gone in the first place. that's why it's there uh and then my lovely wife that saw this whole thing happening like a yeah. car crash in slow motion and then i went to the bathroom and uh i just questioned a lot of my decisions I think you. Uh, I think you win this week. It's been, yeah. I was going to say the only win. reason why mine white might win is because the grossness was entirely f centered on me, and my reaction yeah. to just the filthiest thing I've had with my daughter <laughs> up to this point. Hey, Dad. So today, as Brendan said, we're going to talk about travel uh, and those first times out of the house with your newborn. Um, whether it's by car, by plane, um, by train, or on foot, those first few experiences are uh, pretty, um, pretty big moments. Uh, you know, you're, you're kind of on display publicly, um, handling some new challenges for the first time. 
Um, and, and it really, uh, you know, I think as we'll talk about, it brings some highs and lows. And we'll talk about it by mode of transport, what that looks like for What's-Her-Name-In-Falcon. So we'll share some of our experiences, uh, taking them around the block, around town, or even across the country, uh, and some of the things, uh, you know, we've learned along the way. So, yeah, I mean, starting about on foot, right? So you're just walking around. You could be in the stroller. You could be in one of those cool baby Bjorn carrier things. This is for almost everyone, aside from maybe a car ride home from the hospital, the first time yep. your baby is out and about. Uh, and it's, you know, almost certainly the most common, I would say, for, for young especially parents. Especially as city dwellers. Uh, the stroller. Yeah, especially for city dwellers. Um, and I got to say, uh, I love just walking around town with with what's her name it's it's great i feel like i'm a member of society that is contributing somehow i i think it's good just to get some fresh air i love walking around with her however um you know there's different there's high, there's pros and cons as i mentioned one of the things that you have to do with a stroller especially is it has to be packed like a yak ascending <laughs> the himalayas you have to put so much crap in that thing uh, or you run the risk of, you know, missing that one crucial ingredient. And, and what kind of stroller do you do you guys have? Uh, you know, not specific, but model, but just, you know, is it, you know, it runs the gamut, right? You can get those umbrella strollers for, for 75 bucks. You can get uh, the, the Lexus for many, many hundreds of dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. Of course, like a lot we, of people, we have both. Uh, you know, it, it just kind of ended up going that way. But, well, yeah, what, what is, what is what's-her-name rolling around town in? Yeah, we have one that I would call a uh, a workhorse. Let's call it like a like a ten year old Prius is is our main one. It's uh, it does us well. It's pretty modular. It folds up to the size of a a suitcase, and it's just great. Um, and it's got a lot of storage space underneath, which we love. Critical. Um, it has the adapter that you can purchase to put a car seat yes. in. Yes. And it's just, it's a kind of a one-stop shop. Yep. So that thing, we've probably put like 500 miles on it. Um, up up and, and you down the West Side Highway. There, so when, oh, yeah, we live close to the West Side Highway in Manhattan, and it's just easy to just walk and walk and walk and walk. It's, it's lovely. Um, we have a travel stroller, too, which is pretty much just for when we need to bring her somewhere where we can't have a giant stroller walking around like um you know like through an airport yep or a restaurant if i'm meeting her yeah or a restaurant or like yeah i've taken her a couple times to just like uh bring her to happy hour after work yep. you know 5 15 just put her in the travel stroller uh and it's great um the other nice thing that worked about walking around for us is that the baby bjorn carrier mm. type thing yeah. we don't we don't have a a baby Bjorn brand one, uh, I believe is ours is called uh, uh, Lily or something like that. Okay. But it's 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 one that's it's out there. You may have seen it before. Yep. And it was a lifesaver when what's her name was a wee little lass. Yep. She loved it. She loved it so much. Um, and by loved it, I mean you know three week old babies are not capable of conveying complex emotions. <laughs> we assumed she liked it because she was asleep in. Honestly, no more than like three or four minutes every single time. Beautiful. It was like Beautiful. we shot her in the neck <laughs> with a tranquilizer dart. The, I, it was really. I feel like we're going to arrive at some list, Brendan's list of things that act as tranquilizer darts. This and this is a, this I, is a critical one. 
this will be a good meme for this podcast. Yes. And our, our, our dutiful fans will start start that list and then comment on the message boards about it. But to your point about the Bjorn, how, I mean, so she obviously loves it. She's, she's falling asleep. Instantly. I mean, maybe she doesn't like it if she didn't want to go to sleep, but she has, doesn't have a choice. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how do you feel with oh, what's I her name, it. you know, facing out uh, or in, or which way is she facing? So now it's out. Now it's, it's the fun part yes. because you can kind of, um, you know, Zach Galifianakis in, in the hangover your way around town with a baby. And especially as a dad, it's... Oh, yeah. When, when you wear a child as a dad, people look at you yes. differently. Yes. And I don't know if it's, gr- like, admiration or... I know. Pity or, or what. It's I'm sure there's a German word for the emotion of, that looks fun, but also I feel sorry for him. I See, I but I, it's almost that... that that look of um, as if you've got some kind of golden light radiating out from around you, right? That you are uh, a, a sainted being uh, for yeah, transporting this adorable treasure of a child around. That is very for true. For all humanity yeah. to, to enjoy. Yeah, that, that is true. She, that was a bit yeah, she is That was a little, little a bit very... <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're right on the money. Yeah, that's definitely a huge part of my enjoyment is seeing the look on people's faces yeah yeah. when they see her because then they i don't know if people look at me yeah i like to think they do but they don't well that's that's one of a couple of reasons why you know we started trying with those uh wraps it was a boba wrap you know Mm -hmm. kind of just a long piece of fabric that you're supposed to work around you so the baby is kind of tight and when you know falcon was just an infant and uh what i didn't like that aspect of it no one could see falcon even in the bjorn you could see his furry little head you know um, mm-hmm. and I couldn't see him. He was real tiny, as I mentioned, when he was born. So, uh, our first trip out with that thing, I was just, uh, checking him constantly. Like, are you breathing? Uh, trying to put my <laughs> ear in there in the midst of a noisy restaurant. And, uh, so we, we quickly moved over to the Bjorn. Um, and I'm sad to say that, um, he hasn't been in that thing in at least six weeks now. I mean, his, his feet are kind of knocking against my knees, uh, when he gets in there and, you know, we could do it. But um, it's a, it, it was a sad day that he kind of graduated from that. Um, you know, we started with a, a real a real nice stroller that we got off the, the registry. Had that conversion ability car seat to, mm-hmm. to stroller, which is, uh, you know, a, a, so helpful when, that, when Falcon had fallen asleep in a car ride and you wanted mm-hmm. to make that transition. But uh, um, the, the heavy, big stroller... Um, and I think just it, it truly does ride so smoothly over every every bump in, in the sidewalk. Um, and, and oh, it's Falcon amazing! Loved it. It's... Loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. But uh, we we pretty much are umbrella stroller or or uh, he's on his own two feet. He's he's very adamant about doing quite a bit of walking these days, um, which is which is difficult when we need to go more than you know a uh, hundred yards um, or, or a single mile an hour. Yeah, right. I mean, he he's going ten miles an hour. It seems like, but just kind of in circles back and forth. <laughs> uh, but he loves walking on his own. So we, it, you know, is often a negotiation now to get him in a stroller when we got to go a little further. Um, and it's good to build in the time to have that discussion with him these days, because uh, we used to just be able to put him. You know, even if he was crying a little, we just put him where we needed him to go, and yeah. he just does not. He does not appreciate that anymore. And he's you've really got to. Um, as my as my wife has been trying to remind me, it's very important to respect 
show respect to him these days because uh, he he feels that disrespect. Uh, you know, in 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 the the more rushed moments when I try and kind of get him in there against his will, he'll kind of go stiff as a board. Yeah. Uh, and and it's and he's so strong, and it's just like impossible unless you kind of press the heel of your hand into his pelvis and fold yeah. him and. I, it feels very abusive. It does. Uh, I mean, it's not physically hurting him, but emotionally, he's very wounded when I do that. Um, and so we, I try and build in the time to, to talk it out with him uh, and and get have him get in there by himself now. That's great to hear because I think it's interesting about this show that we have is what's her name is always going to be a year and change behind Falcon, and so just hearing that, like, it's good for me to hear this. Because yeah. I'm just staring into a crystal ball anytime we talk about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a cool change, but also, yeah, take some extra time to, to get ready to go out. Yeah, once what's her name, she is still pretty immobile in the grand scheme of things, which is nice. But when she starts walking around, I, knowing her personality type, it's going to be yes. uh, her way or the highway. Well, the highway won't even be an option. It'll, it will just do what she wants to do. Dad! So what's also interesting is moving around uh, by car or train is seems like it can be a huge hassle for people depending on, you know, if you drive a ton or you, if you have to take the subway with your kid. Um, for, for us, you know, what's her name? Still only about six months under her belt. Uh, but in a car, she seems to really uh, not have a problem at all with the car seat. Um, this it really it might be on the short list of tranquilizer dart candidate devices <laughs> to get her to go to sleep. But she's a she's a city girl, so I, that's almost a little bit surprising. You know, you, you worry that they they might not get as acclimated to the car ride. But no, she she takes to it. She takes to it, and she's she's always been on the on the bigger side, so she kind of fills out a car seat nicely. Yeah. And so I think the end effect that for is her nice. is kind of a uh, a Temple Grandin hugging machine. Or like one of those yes. weird Neiman Marcus massage chair situation where like every inch of her body is touching a padded surface, so it's like or or like in the movie Passengers, it's kind of like she's going into the chamber and is in a deep sleep state until the end of whatever's about you know this journey. We went on a car ride this summer with her, and she it was probably a four hour, four and a half hour trip. She slept for like a creepily long time, like multiple mm-hmm. are you alive tests were done to her. Um, and yeah, it just seems like it's just, uh, it's good when, when it's good, it's great. Uh, but when it's bad, uh, so like yeah. there are a couple exceptions, traffic is, is, is the worst. Um, stop and go, stop and go. Oh, she really does not like it. We had some horror, horror stories about that this, uh, on the same trip. Yes. Uh, but once we got through the yes. traffic, she was out cold. Um, what about you? Yeah, our normal route uh, out of town is 15 to 20 minutes to the highway. And for, for months on end, those were 15 to 20 minutes of, of mostly screaming uh, by Falcon in the car. He hates that stop and go. But as soon as we hit the highway, just passed out, just mm-hmm. asleep. Um, but uh, around, um, I guess it would have been 14 months uh, was really the first time we took a, a trip of length. Uh, and there had been a few signs leading up to this trip. It was to drive to Southern California, to Ojai, which if you've never been to, is beautiful. Um, 
that that were warning signs. Um, mm-hmm. There have been some recent car trips uh, of less than an hour's length where where Falcon had thrown up, um, seemingly out of car mm-hmm. sickness, uh, which was um, uh, scarily uh, reminiscent for me of my own childhood um, when I was notorious among my siblings for ruining car trips by um, throwing up uh, on our way down to our grandparents in New York City and then laying claim to the front seat thereafter. Uh, so that you would not but, projectile uh, puke on other people. Yeah, nobody wanted to be next to me, but everyone resented me for being in the front. Um, what I never understood about those car trips as a kid is why my memory uh, tells me I was always throwing up in sandwich-sized Ziploc bags. Like, we went on these road trips three or four times a year to see my grandparents, and I just don't understand why no one packed larger bags. But, but that aside, uh, I was worried that Falcon had inherited my gene for car sickness um and uh this six hour ride down to ojai um yeah he was before we were 10 minutes in he was he was a pale green uh and and uh you know and we we hadn't fed him a lot right before then he kind of held it together we stopped for some uh some burritos at one point in the central valley and then um got back in the car within 40 minutes we were riding along the pacific ocean now in san luis obispo and I have never seen so much throw up in a single go from him. It was just waves, heaving waves, one, two, three. Four, and it was just, it, oh. uh, it, it gave me a little bit of PTSD in a, in a way, you know, I, or I had a little and it just really set me off. I, it's the one thing that I don't handle well, which is really unfortunate for my wife because, um, you know, being sympathetic, she kind of jumped in and, and after we pulled off on the side of the road, handled that, got in there, really got into that to, to um, get us in a place we could get back on the road faster. And that was, that was very, that was, nice that was very noble, but not totally fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what, yeah. I, yeah. What's her name is, is at the point now where she, she doesn't really get, seeming doesn't have motion sickness, but her, as I mentioned earlier in my low of the week, her method of vomiting is silent she is like a ninja. Uh, and so that's something that actually worries <laughs> us about car trips and anything where we're not looking right at her. Yes. Well, this was a question I had. What do you do? I mean, she's harnessed in, and you, you know, even suppose you had uh, five seconds notice, ten seconds, which we usually get with Falcon, a, a cough, a hack that's like, oh, yeah, like a cat here it comes. Uh, it's very hard to, to, like, get a bag under their, like, chin is their you know what i don't i'm not even sure what the yeah i mean i imagine for what's her name she never has more than kind of like six ounces of stuff in her stomach anyway and six ounces is not nothing right but it's not right, right. gonna like ruin a car seat you know um but we're, yeah. we're getting to the point where she is eating starting with solids uh and the sort of the unique mise-en-scene of the vomit has become much more interesting in the last couple of weeks <laughs> I and that will um, continue. But as, uh, other than cars, I think the other the other nice thing about living in a city is public transit. So, what's her name doesn't have a ton of experience uh, on the New York City subway, but uh, she does have a fair amount. Um, so, I, from what I can tell, she has no idea what to think. Um, she doesn't have a lot of stranger danger yet. So, being surrounded by people she's never seen before doesn't seem to do too much to her, especially when no one is really paying attention to her. Yeah. Um, 
Well, how does she think about it when they are paying attention? <laughs> well, it depends. It. I was actually just thinking about that. Um, and no, no strangers on the subway have come up and touched her or kind of cooed in her face or anything like that. But it's got to be a matter of time. Good. Or some. I, I imagine that would be an occasion for for, for oh, RHS. Yes. RH. Oh wait, sorry. RHF, RHF. Uh, stands for what's her name's default face for most of her six month life is called is resting horror face. Uh, it it is her oh, her, her go to mood for anything that is not delight or cry inducing <laughs> is just kind of a dismissive. Yeah. What is this? Why is this in my face? Please get this out of here. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, it's perfect. It I I go to it when I I have that emotion at any point in the day. I will go to your to her Instagram it's, feed it's just to see that. Um, uh, but what about you? Uh, what what kind of public transit situation have you have with Falcone? Yeah, you know we we walk pretty much everywhere we can. But when we get on the train, the Muni here in San Francisco, or even uh, this summer when we visited New York City, we got on the subway a lot. Um, he he loves the choo choo. He loves it, uh, and you know uh, we'll we'll kind of scream a little until we get him out of his stroller seat because he needs to get up on the seat, look out the window. Um, and see all the things happening and going by. Um, yeah, so he, he absolutely loves the train. Um, I think the, uh, the New York City subway, though, um, well, the interesting thing about train travel generally is that it's hard to bring a lot of stuff with you, right? I mean, a car, you yes. can just, just pile it in, which is kind of liberating. Um, but a train is almost the, the exact opposite, and particularly the New York City subway. Our experience this summer was uh, carrying him in that stroller up and down some steep stairs, um, you know, mostly because we didn't put in the effort to find the elevator, but uh, it was probably so there. But maybe it's it actually funny you say I, that. I so the New York that. City subway system is uh, hilariously out of code for the Americans with Disabilities Act, um, and only about only about a quarter of the stations I can have imagine. elevators. So it's there you go. really okay. you're you're at a crazy disadvantage if you need to use an elevator and you have to commute in and around the city. Uh, it's yeah. obviously not the same to just yep. choose to bring a stroller into the subway, but the effect is kind of still there. You're you're kind of stuck. If if you yeah. you know if you don't have an elevator, you're gonna have to lug all that stuff up and down the the, the stairs, and then on the train itself, you just have a lot. Like you were saying, you have a lot of stuff. You take up a lot of room, which is why I'm so impressed with the like magic art of sparking joy parents who get on the train and they have a system where they pack everything in tight it's almost like they're transformers like they have a stroller that folds up to the size of a pencil and they tuck everything under the seat they get out of the way the kid sits on their lap and they take up as much space as like a petite woman would but you have 70 pounds of gear i've only seen who it a couple is this times. usually it's the opposite right it's people it's gonna be you I don't you're, know. You're going to get that. Good I, I mean, I aspire it's to gonna that be level of of saintly citizenship and respecting others. Um, but it's just, it's like seeing a dog walk on the hind legs. It's like, what? You're, no, you're your parent. You're a little kid. You're supposed <laughs> to be you noisy. You're supposed to be everywhere. How do you feel about, uh, yeah, what's your feeling when, when what's her name is surrounded by all these strangers packed in? into a subway car. Are you comfortable? Are you, I am. You know, are you on I edge am comfortable. at all? I'm not on edge. Um, it's, it's interesting. My, my gut reaction to it is, oh, 
she's getting exposed to uh, stuff that is stimulating her immune system, right? That's like my first reaction to, to yes. as a pro for taking this up. Yes. Uh, the con is is all the... He certainly is. ...is the rabble of people who might come up and coo interface and talk, touch her or talk to me. Um, talking to me is fine. I have no problem with that, but like don't get up in her grill, you know? Um, but I kind of like it. I mean, what about you? Do you are you trepidatious about public transit? Yeah, not uh, not so much. No, we're pretty comfortable with it. Um, you know, I think the phenomenon that everybody in San Francisco, I'm sure New York, uh, is aware aware of is there's one thing to encounter uh, homeless people on the street when you are an adult and you're you know just walking along. It's another when you have a, a little one. Um, who, uh, you know, treats all people equally and, and will just, you know, if, uh, walk up, say hello. Uh, and it's, um, that is an unnerving moment. Uh, that happened a couple weeks ago on our block and Henry walked up to a, a gentleman just kind of sitting on the, the sidewalk and, uh, said hello. He had a little boom box and Henry kind of, sh- you know, wiggled his butt a little bit in rhythm to a little dancing. And it was, um, by far the most human interaction I've had with a homeless person in San Francisco. Uh, and so I, you know, it was different and it made me nervous, but also, uh, appreciate that, uh, his eyes are, uh, you know, equal for all. Hey dad. So finally, we're going to talk about air travel. And this is really, uh, you know, the, the, the mother of all travel, uh, when it comes to considering, uh, what that experience is going to be like striking a little bit of fear in your heart, uh, because you are trapped on mm-hmm. this metal tube at 30,000 feet. Uh, and no matter what your baby does, throws up, screams, cries, um, you are, uh, you know, you are stuck there and, uh, so is everyone else. So I, uh, you know, it's something we had to, a bridge we had to cross pretty early on with Falcon, uh, because my, my family's all back East and we actually made two cross country trips in his first five months. Um, and, uh, you know, both times I pretty much, uh, was sure I never would do it again. Uh, after that, they, I'll just I'll just be honest about it. It was not fun. It was not fun. On his first trip out, we were going to Philadelphia um, on Frontier Airlines, land in Denver to get our connection. Lesson one: direct flights. I know they're more expensive sometimes, but direct flights. Find out that our plane has mechanical issues and are stuck in Denver for eight hours. This is our first cross-country trip, first flight with our three-month-old at that time. Eight hours we spent uh, yeah, actually. I wouldn't in a wish very that nice, on anyone. Oh yeah, we 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 bought our way into an American Airlines lounge and um, and we survived, but uh, it was ended up being a twenty hour trip in total, and um, you know uh, who handled it by far better than any of us? Falcon. He was way better off. You know he was still little. He was just kind of doing what he does, uh, and we were we were both very much on edge the whole time though. Oh my goodness. What's your, what's your, uh, it was, it was, uh, and you know, made me kind of decide that, Oh, I'll just wait. I don't know. A few years before I see my family again. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You'll be fine. We'll do a lot of FaceTime. Um, so yeah, we've only brought, what's her name on one flight so far. Uh, and it was not cross country. It was about a two and two hour and change flight from, uh, from New York here down to a wedding in, in North Carolina. And I gotta say on the flight itself, she was uh, angelic. She, what didn't make a peep. Amazing. She, I know we just 
I understand that we need more than one sample to really see what it's like. Um, but yeah. it was great. When she seemed to get a little on edge, I just kind of stood up with her. I had her in the Bjorni carrier thing. We went to the back of the plane. I talked to the flight attendants. Uh, they said, oh, what's her name's a great name. My sister's daughter is named <laughs> what's her name. Um, it was just nice. It was really nice. Uh, we, but that being said, we kind of, we try to do a little bit of homework and say, okay, for the air pressure, we're going to have her, you know, give her a bottle on takeoff and uh, for as much of the descent as we can do. Because the descent is like yeah. five times longer than takeoff in terms of uh, elevation right. achieved and, and gotten rid of. Um, we never succeeded at, at withholding the bottle long enough, pretty much ever. I don't know. It's good to time that. It's good to good to, to be tough about that, even if they want that bottle. Yeah. Wait for that takeoff. Uh, yeah, because it pays enormous dividends from what we can tell. Um, but yeah. I got to say, uh, you know, air travel with a, with a baby is, is rough. Uh, even if your kid is an angel on the plane, you still have to have a insane convoy of luggage to travel with a kid. So we brought our car seat because once we landed, uh, going to the wedding, we had a, about a 90 minute drive ahead of us and we didn't want yep. to rent a car seat from enterprise or whatever. And we had to get her to the, to JFK anyway. So we brought her in our car, our car seat, took it with us on the plane. Uh, but if you have a kid, the, you know, varies by airline, but the airline we flew allowed us to have five, bags uh between us on the plane it was it's crazy so you get your standard carry-on and personal item plus a pump bag plus a diaper bag plus a bottle bag it's amazing plus it's amazing. gate check car seat bag and the car seat bag we have is like so hilariously oversized it's it's like the size yeah. of a tuba case and, and it, you can also gate check uh, a stroller as well. So right? we took our travel stroller, which is small enough to be one of our uh, overheads. We only had one suitcase. Oh, okay. And so that ended up working great. But even if you wanted to gate check the stroller, you, you're the first person on the plane. They let p- parents of little kids on the plane before the pilot. So you could just take as much overhead spot as you want. It's just, I say, the only certain light. That good. Is, is that you. that part is good although we, we it's our habit to now wait as long as possible to get on the plane to be the last people uh, yes because we're almost certainly having checked luggage anyway so we'll just sacrifice yeah that's that's kind of what what we the trade-off we made um, right but for your experience like did you did you were you like lo- like kind of just dreading getting all the stuff together and heading to the airport or were you like oh this is kind of a fun adventure and we'll see how it goes I was dreading it. I, that first time, uh, or actually it was the second time, it was a red eye. And uh, I, you know, uh, for whatever reason, we were hoping we were hoping Falcon would fall asleep on the drive there. But for whatever reason, 101 to the airport was was packed on a Sunday evening at 8 o'clock for some reason. So it was stop-go traffic, which means he did not fall asleep, but did want to sleep yes. and was screaming and crying. I almost turned the car around right then, and you know what? I should have done it. Uh, that it was a fine trip to see family. It was a great trip, but uh, with the you know the um, the air travel has been uh, intimidating. It only increasingly so. So we we did it again this summer. We went to see my family for the Fourth of July in Maine. Uh, on the way there, we actually got upgraded to business class, parlaying off of a friend uh, who's a consultant's uh, points. 
And um, on the way home, we did not have that. And the lesson was always fly business class <laughs> or never fly at all. Because on the way back, uh, we, you know, it was a confluence of events. We should have bought a third seat for him. He's about to hit two years old when we'll have to do it. Um, and we're just packed in there in coach. He's as big, big as he's ever been yeah. and uh, just wants to run up and down the aisle. And we just, you know, it's kind of luck of the draw who's around you. Um, and that particular flight, we unfortunately were surrounded by some people who really were not happy about his presence. Uh, and we had a flight crew who was also not happy about his presence, which was really what? difficult to deal with. Yeah, they, they, they um, you know, I think they were just uh, waiting for retirement. Oh, I don't yeah. know I mean, that, on, you, so you bring up a good point because uh, yeah, I feel like we've all seen these kind of viral stories of like parents who bring gift bags for the 20 people in their direct radius yes. for the flight and they have like right. earplugs for everyone and little snacks and like uh we're on instagram send hashtag blank name of baby it's like you know what? <laughs> i have zero sympathy for that uh if you are on a plane and there's a baby crying you know what you can do if you don't want to hear a baby cry drive yourself because you can take a train <laughs> You can fly business class. Uh, I I just really am done apologizing for, or the the idea that you have to apologize yeah. for having kids is is laughable. Yeah. Um, I I chose like it, to get on this metal tube for six hours straight. You roll the dice. Sometimes yep. you win. Sometimes you lose. Uh, it's not like anyone would ever give you that reaction on on the no. subway. Right. I mean, it's not like that. So like, you yeah. should ride the subway. You're and I get, I get child. that you should be courteous and you should try to ease the suffering of a kid if it's crying or whatever. Yes. But like the stink eye that parents get from other people on the plane, like, do you think that parent is happy that yes. their kid is melting down? Do you think yeah. they would choose to do this? No, everyone is miserable. So this idea that your stink eye is going to really convey the message that you're a bad parent. I just want you to die in a yeah. fire because air travel is miserable yes. for everyone all, all the time. Yeah. It's it is. way more miserable for people with kids. So I have, I have no sympathy yeah. at all for like, I just, I, I think it's, it's toxic. Apologizing for having kids is toxic and I'm not here for it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm on board. Next time I fly. They're yeah. Gonna hear it, what, what works well is instead of handing out, uh, like gift bags and earplugs, just turn to everyone and make eye contact and then say, my baby's going to cry and you're going to like it to everyone. That's what you get <laughs> for buying this plane ticket, ma'am. <laughs> that wraps up yet another episode of Dad Men. Uh, I want to take this moment to thank Ryan for going on this journey with us. Uh, thank you, Brendan. And this is fun. I think it's important that we all figure out or come close to figuring out what it means to be a dad who has to lug around a baby. Uh, there's no right way to do it. There's probably a wrong way to do it, but we haven't cracked that yet, but we're working on it. So uh, I also want to thank all you listeners for sticking with us. If you like the show, give us a rating on iTunes. It helps people find the show. Uh, it's kind of a whole thing. So if you want to leave comments, starred reviews, scathing criticisms uh maybe not the latter 
but uh, tune in because uh, we'll have some more episodes coming down the hopper. So thanks very much, and we will see you next time. Bye.